स्वागत है आपका इस पॉडकास्ट में जिसका नाम है मोटिवेशन बाय विशाल मोदी आज का एपिसोड कुछ अतरंगी होने वाला है इंटरेस्टिंग होने वाला है बिकॉज वी हैव अ कपल दिस टाइम इन आवर एपिसोड दे बोथ आर इडिया एलुमनाई एंड दे आर फ्रॉम द सेकेंड बैच सो वी हैव मितुल हियर एंड वी हैव नियति हाय मितुल हाय नियति हेलो हेलो विशाल जितने भी एपिसोड किए हैं दे बोथ वर यू नो सोलो एपिसोड एंड देर वर ओनली वन कैंडिडेट टूडे दिस टाइम आई फाउंड दैट यू बोथ आर मैरिड टू चर यू बोथ आर अ कपल एंड आई थॉट वाई नॉट हैव बोथ ऑफ यू एट द सेम एपिसोड लेट स्टार्ट विथ वॉट आई मीन योर Uh, basic introduction what exactly you are doing right now we'll start with mithul hi vishal uh, thanks for having us and as you said our i'll just share some information about uh, myself my family and my company yeah so uh, i'm mithul shah basically born and brought up in rajkot did my college in bombay okay and did my masters in family business management from edi we have been uh, in the i have been in the business of you know packaging it's a family business okay it was started way back in 1963 mm-hmm. and uh, uh, basically we are into manufacturing of corrugated board and boxes okay. the brown boxes that you see everywhere that is used for packaging uh, we supply to various nationals and multinational companies maybe food industry electronics engineering chemicals pharmaceuticals you know we got a portfolio of customer and that's what it is yes okay niyati over to you hi i'm niyati shah i'm born and brought up in ahmedabad okay and uh, my education is i did my bcom and then mcom Okay. and then later on i did my post graduation in business entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and management from eti okay and uh, mm-hmm. i specialized in new venture creation at that point of time that was one of the areas offered to us okay and uh, apart from that uh, i in my school days uh, i did my classical dancing uh, in bharatnatyam from mrinalini um, sarabhai sarpan academy of performing arts so i completed my arangetram okay and uh, then uh, after my uh, that that's how like at edi uh, uh, that uh, that's how i met mithul and uh, uh, currently i am working with mithul and i'm looking after certain business operations and csr activities of supac superb superb amazing so uh, Neeti, did you? I mean, you just said that you started with. I mean, you studied new enterprise creation. So, was there in your hmm. mind? Did you start a new enterprise anytime? Oh well, yes, uh, because uh, uh, my background was uh, my my grandfather was into the business of textiles. Okay. And there was after at that point of time in Ahmedabad, textiles was very flourishing business. You know. Mm-hmm. and after certain time it so happened you know uh, there were some uh, uh, you know he had certain business losses and also okay. he was aging and all that and uh, my father happened to join isro 
and uh, then it was always on on the mind of my father you know that uh, uh, that's how he actually introduced me to edi and he get he got me that you know entrepreneurship is the thing and that is what it is important you know so that's how i came across edi okay and after uh, doing my uh, uh, my project the final project and everything i was looking forward to start my enterprise but i think um, uh, destiny had a little different plan and then i ventured into the marriage partnership first okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and there was a little u turn and then with different paths i have took, uh, taken over uh, i haven't really started any new enterprise as such okay. but yeah uh, yes i'm look i start i mean I, i'm looking after the csr which is a new thing after i joined the supac okay. we we started okay. developing so, so the, and this partnership deal was was done when you were both into edi the studies were going on the college time was going on yeah yeah almost almost but it was uh, one side partnership signed by me okay it took some more, some some more time to sign the partnership but yeah it was done probably a few months uh, probably a month later or two months later after edi okay, okay. so uh, Mithul bhai I would like to know what happened like after EDI was it clear in your mind that you would like to join the family business Yeah yeah I was I was pretty sure about uh, joining family business uh, and uh, from a very young age you know uh, my both my uh, parents my mother side was also family business uh Uh, into family business uh, our my father side also so i from very young days you know i always used to learn a lot of things about business because sometimes you see business coming on the dining table which is very common in a family business right, right. so yeah i always had an aspiration as a young kid i used to go to my factory with my father during vacations or during holiday as to see you know how things you know so i used to sit in his in office and listen to you know how he's talking how he's you know dictating work and uh, uh, learning uh, making their employees learn so it was a very exciting uh, uh the process that i saw in my very young days and i was very clear that i'll be joining my family business okay, okay. from very young age. and how did you got to know about edi yeah edi yeah that that happened very you know uh, actually i had no plans to do further studies because for for me study was a little pressure point okay but uh, one of my very close friend uh, we study in uh, school together mm-hmm. he was supposed in gandhinagar doing mba okay and he is one of his friend uh, our first batch if you know jinesh shah right he was his friend and jinesh happened to talk about edi to abhijit and abhijit when we met in rajkot he you know said that there is a course like family business management i think we should you should go and have a look at it mm-hmm. and yes in one week's time i went to uh, came to edi uh, had a walk around the campus uh, at time dr uh, dr kvsm krishna was the course director and i happened to meet with him sat down he made me understand this course and yes it attracted me and then i step on to uh, the requirements and i joined edi okay okay and how is the journey been after edi you joined our family business uh, 
how difficult it is for a you know a person who is joining his family business his parents you know already built it's been done already are your par- were your parents acceptable i mean did you bring any changes to it did you upgrade it were they adaptive to it what was what were the challenges that you faced yeah so uh, one thing if i had not been at edi i would have been a very different person right my whole perspective of uh, joining family business the challenges i might face there were a lot of case studies where we had learned what challenges are faced in family businesses and how do you go about it so yes there was a lot of practical training and uh, when i joined family business after edi i knew that this kind of things come up with your cousins when you, you know you're bubbling with new ideas you just out of edi you want to you know you want to do immediate changes right right uh, my father being my father he is a, a man of uh, you know he gives lot of time to listen to your ideas and then he will pose questions to you he will not say you cannot do this he is always pose questions to you and when he poses questions you tend to answer your own self that okay fine i need to learn different areas first get my hold on understanding how the business is run and i was i started the shop floor and that ideas on the shop floor were implemented because i i understood what were the problems i discussed with them and they find okay this is good you can go ahead if there was a concern where it was uh, they're not acceptable then they would ask me to work more on it okay. so as a as, as a you know as a student of family business management these things were taught to us right but yes still you know your ideas were bubbling and you always wanted to do something very big that doesn't happen immediately right it takes time you you know they 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 need to have confidence in you like you you have a new employee and he comes and says hey this is not the way you you market your product yeah. you will not accept even if he is right you will not accept because it is it takes time you need to build that confidence within your peers within your family members to make sure that whatever he is thinking he can implement it yeah so there are difficulties but you know there is a way through it and luckily we had learned that so it helped us okay and neeti what you did like how was your journey after edi oh yes uh, my journey after adi had been a little different uh, after, as i mean i, uh, I am uh, i when i moved to rajkot at that okay. point of time uh, it was uh, not a very acceptable idea to have a working daughter in law kind of a thing in the family okay. Okay. because primarily the family is doing very well to do True. and then you know um, so that was not surely a very um, acceptable thing so i i joined an ngo okay. and i also started uh, you know contributing uh, and working with some other uh, uh, company which was into it uh, into the education sector okay. so that's how i kept myself busy so that i am not actually you know out of the you know whatever i have the learned yes, and i yes. wanted to do yes yes, yes. yes. and uh, like mithul said you know it takes time you have to take everybody in confidence you have to have that rapport building in the family also 
wherein they feel that okay fine you know they they get that level of confidence so it took a while and then i think slowly and gradually things changed for me and i could uh, start working so okay. uh, that initial hiccup was there so even it was new to me at that point of time and probably i was also a little anxious uh, at that point of time but i think it taught me lot of uh, qualities i learned a lot about uh, being patient being perseverance mm-hmm. uh, networking rapport building and getting people together because all these things are even at work or whether you are at home this is required so my journey started from home and then from home to work <laughs> super super okay uh, so did you see any change you know uh, in mithul pre edi or i mean or in edi and after edi once he was into work life and as a once then you know he was as a student did you see any change in yeah. him like post edi and I, like during edi yeah i think during the edi days um, very carefree person okay uh, anyways he was a very high risk taker back then also and this really helped him with his businesses also and taking okay. several decisions in his right. uh, businesses which which actually helped him a lot in taking mm-hmm. the business further mm-hmm. uh developing uh, his business and uh, i think uh, uh uh before edi and after edi certain things remain very much same with him was his uh, you know he's a very cool dude Okay. So he doesn't take stress. So that's the best part about him. Okay. So the uh, so I think uh, the way to approach things, mm-hmm. you know. So all those things really, uh, 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 I mean, those were the things where you could see a little difference in him. Uh, apart from that, I think um, uh, his sound knowledge in his business. and his uh, his uh, meticulously he gets into you know what the customer requirement is and what best to provide and to be ahead of time so those are the things uh, really put him uh, ahead uh, in many many ways you know okay 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 so you just <clears throat> said that you created a you know a, a project when you were into edi so what project was yes. it what was the project all it about it was into the field of gems and jewelry okay and, yeah. and what was it exactly so were it planning to manufacture or trade or how and what was it different yeah. what was different to it so it would be exclusive designer customized jewelry and mm-hmm. of course manufacturing and uh, yeah so I, that was the whole idea okay so do you still i mean regret or you have that kind of you know feeling ki yaar let's start it or, or 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 do you feel sometime to start a new enterprise of your own oh uh, well i i at one point of time i i mean no regrets actually because uh, there were certain things which were happening in my life Okay. So if one door was shut the other was open you know right, right. so you have to be like you know you know you have to be flow like a water you know because yes, you are yes. in a different place a different setup and sometimes when you want to keep the family and everybody binded together then you have to also it's important little bit step back mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know keep 
uh, keep many things intact so i never had this uh, guilty feeling about not starting it because then i have enough time later on to venture into the new things and now since my kids are also grown up and i'm also now fully working into it so no regrets as in as of now but yes probably that uh, initial period wherein i could have gathered more work experience in that particular field or something probably that is one area i feel i i i could have i i mean i could have done something about it you know okay, okay, okay. uh mithul bhai uh, i would like to know the biggest challenge that you have faced in your entrepreneurial journey the biggest hiccup that you have gone through what was it and what did you learn from it entrepreneurial journey is a lot of hiccups <laughs> so uh, pointing out one would be difficult you know every hiccup has a uh, different effect on the business or as a as an entrepreneur on you and everywhere you have to learn and how to come out of it so yeah i will have two major hiccups okay i'll just like to share okay. one was uh, in 2005 when we were expanding our you know, capacities in rajkot so i was heading the expansion and i happened to travel a lot to china and i saw an opportunity to sell uh, equipments similar equipment that we want to use in india okay and i worked very hard with the project and i ended up having few you know agreements with the chinese supplier to sell service the products in india okay so i had put on a lot of efforts mm-hmm. uh with particularly one company now i did uh, they were selling they were making printers and they were expensive product at that point of time and it was a very new market and we were one of the you know first to buy that equipments in india okay and they expected probably very fast growth though we sold few equipments but we were not we were not able to fulfill their expectations in terms of numbers they wanted right and i had to you know constantly tell them that you know we were still in the introduction mode and you will have to wait for 3 years and then see how things turn out and exactly after 2 and a half 3 years they cancel my contract and they came in directly Okay. and they sold each and every equipment to whom we had introduced to whom we have quoted okay so you know i lost lot of business lot of chance to earn money mm-hmm. uh, i was disheartened at you no know, one point of time but uh, you had to move on and i moved on saying that okay fine you know uh, at least i got to meet so many uh, fellow uh, industry people i could go to the factory understand their problems learn from them and i have built huge relationships with them okay so yeah so there two two way it looking at it so i looked at it more in a positive way rather than carrying that baggage of losing that so that was one of my first business failure you could say so okay that i know i worked hard but of course i had other companies where we you know who stood by us and we sold them but this was a Uh, you know high margin high profit and maximum hard work put into this kind of an equipment okay it's okay 
So that was one thing. Second was we had a business separation in 2011. That was one of the most difficult part. Okay. So yes, going through it, uh, not seeing situations where it is emotional pressures, you know, finance handling, decision making, you know, spot decision making. So yeah, that was one of the most crucial time and a uh, uh, lot of support from. Uh, my family neeti my father my mother helped me to you know hold on to the horses well uh, not being too emotional not taking wrong decisions because you know when you go home you know you still have that you know you see that thing on your face and that is what uh, the family members also realized family members also realized that uh, something is not right but and i was worrying too much but at the end of the day you know neeti would come and talk to me you know it's okay these things happen my father would make me understand he was there all the time with me and went through it a lot of learnings how to deal with the you know separation a lot of new understanding on finances negotiating skills uh you know these are the you know learnings you get out of every every problem is a learning at the end of the day yes, so yes. yeah but but you then, should not feel yeah. sad about failures yes 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 but the way you say that you know family separation and uh, division between the family between the brothers i mean that's a that's everywhere I mean, in all you know yes family run businesses we see this and it's really hurtful as well sometimes and uh, people go through a mental trauma as well it has happened at my home also Mm-hmm. but then what did you learn from it so this one going to tell you that you know we learn negotiating okay i got to learn lot of details of finance which i was i was more of a you know shop floor guy you know i would love machines and i would love equipment building i would love designing i would love this right i never was never much into finance so i ended up learning finance to you know a very different level you know and now i you know finances become part of me you know for me it's become easy because you know i learned finances so so negotiating finance you know uh, trying to uh, control your emotions decision making you know your approach towards uh, not making this kind of mistakes in future how to avoid it how to put things on paper more black and white more clarity so these are all the learnings you you know i learned Uh, during this difficult time of you know separation and uh, neeti i mean is it easier to understand things uh, you know when you understand the business ecosystem so when your husband is going through the challenges that he is facing uh, did you feel that i mean could you feel his you know trauma or the problem that he is going through uh, how is it for you Oh yeah, we had a very communications were absolutely open, and mm-hmm. lot of so things he would be sharing, or Papa and we would be discussing. So obviously, I had this background, and I could understand and relate so many things. Yeah. Though I was not into any front seat, but definitely it 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 it, it was like you know talking and discussing, and uh, it it I mean it. So it is very important because uh, uh, because it brings out a lot of solutions also to, to together, right. and uh, also um, 
also it became uh, easier for mithul also because uh, he could also come and talk to me uh, many things which happened at his uh, you know end so yeah that 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 really helped okay okay uh what is one thing that motivates you every morning to get up and go to your work uh run the day so for me one thing which motivates me is uh, the sunrise okay i never miss a sunrise oh. and i never miss seeing a sunset seriously so seriously uh-uh. so yeah so even if i'm traveling and if i get to see the sunrise and the sunset it's like you know it's a my day is made you know my motivation uh, to be very frank and honest uh, i'm a very positive person i'm a very passionate person okay. uh, whatever i do i do it with uh, you know wholeheartedly and i put my heart and soul into it mm-hmm. so whether even i would be at home or whether would be with kids or cooking or at my work one thing is for sure if i'm doing something it has to be wholeheartedly okay. uh, no half-heartedly work and that's how like i am so uh, so i am like this all the time so <laughs> except 9:30 in the night i am tired and dropped and i'm like off to bed abhi mere ko koi mat bulao 10 11 baje ke baad okay yeah. so what what so, time do you wake up then uh, i prefer to wake up uh, by 6 o'clock or uh, earlier we had this very good routine between me and mithil we would get up by 5 5:30 and he would be off on the track walking and he would be running and uh, i would be back to my yoga so after the diwali and all we are slightly taking a while to get back to our original routine but that's how it is 6 o'clock we are out for the workout but you, let me tell you you are you know one couple that i look up to seriously yeah yeah really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice <laughs> so uh, yeah so mithul bhai what is your motivation to get up and you know go to work do your business wholeheartedly mm, uh, the whole thing is you know i love what i do uh, whether it is exercise i as neeti said that you know we love going to you know have a walk or a run and when i don't do it then also i love it lying lying down on my bed so i don't feel sad that i missed it but yeah sometimes it takes some time to come back to that routine but uh, we love doing that routine in the morning uh, waking up early we are early risers uh-huh. uh in terms of work business i had always this you know high fascination of whatever the business of packaging okay as a kid also you know, i used to as to come to factory you know create small samples small designs cutouts and prepare a box show it to my father show it to my cousin okay. this is this is you know how we can design a box and stuff so i always loved doing it and over a period of time as i got more involved in the business so i saw there is a huge opportunity to to learn a lot of things implement lot of things and that you know that's the fun of being an entrepreneur right right you you can take certain decisions you can take risky decisions let's try this you know once you are at the driving seat um, and you can experiment some some things which are more logical of course not risking your family fortunes but yes 
So I look out for opportunities. I like to talk to people, learn, listen to their problems, you know, be part of the solution. And these are all things happening at the workplace. It's every day is a dynamic. Of course, some days would be you know you want to just go away, but it happens. But normally, most of the time, I look forward to see that you know things moving at the workplace some ideas some meetings uh, talking to customers visiting their factories understanding how they produce bring their ideas back to your your factory so yeah i i i, I keep myself very busy even if if i'm free i'll be browsing some uh, you know some products uh, trying to learn something on the internet seeing a video or i, I keep on getting that uh, or maybe listening to some you know uh, good speakers you know motivating speakers i would not be able to name any but mm-hmm. any any good motivational speaker you know with some making some sense i would i would end up listening just like that okay. and see how it can help me in making my decisions mm-hmm. uh over and above that what happens as an entrepreneur is now i'm at a position where i can i can take decisions very easily since last probably few years since the business separation so um, i discuss with neerthi my father and you know just to have an idea and make sure that we are on the same page so recently we have invested in two startups okay uh, what that was an amazing opportunity so yeah that's again uh, uh, that motivates me that you know sometimes you see a product that probably you'll not be able to make it but if somebody is making why not join hands with them and mentor them learn with them so yes this all things keeps me very excited very excited yes i want to do new things i don't want to stop somewhere uh neeti is mithul receptive of your ideas suggestions into business uh yes very much okay uh, uh there are a lot many things uh, when initially i joined i had a lot of questions so i would go to uh, my father in law's office and i would keep questioning them and he would answer me and then he will pose me a lot of questions and that's how i he would make me figure out the answers of those questions okay. and things i would go in the plant area i would notice a lot of things then which i feel that you know here here is a gap here is a lacuna we can do something here differently this can make our systems little bit easier then i would get the feedback from uh, the, uh from our team there and then pass it on to mithul and uh, papa and they would be extremely receptive because i would also come with little facts and figures and what i propose to do so that makes it convincing as well so rather than neeti saying it it's like you know uh, <laughs> so yeah true true okay what are your plans with uh, supac like where do you see supac 5 years down the line yes so yeah since uh, as i told you since 2011 after the you know post separation you know we have been growing well we have been expanding our rajkot unit to okay. and uh, one of the best uh, in terms of technology in terms of capacity in western part of india so across india we are among the top 10 corporators in india wow. uh, uh, also one of the oldest 
surviving corrugators there are very few companies who have you know, survived 50 60 years okay so yes we have we have lived up to the expectations of our customers of our shareholders or our stakeholders uh we have done quite a bit of expansion till 2019 and now we are up with our requirements at rajkot unit now uh since this is going to be public i and this is the first time i'm ob- announcing it in public that we are going for further expansion in a we are coming up with a new greenfield project in amdavar the construction has started and uh, so we'll have another strong foothold in uh, the north gujarat also so this unit is going to be again world class we have got the best of the equipments coming in from europe uh beautifully designed factory which would you know fulfill requirements all the all the you know stringent requirements of food pharma and uh, other industries as well so yeah we should be up and running by similar time next year Mm-hmm. and probably another 5 7 years if things go right uh, we'll be joining hands with another you know few companies joint ventures this is what my plans are let's see how it works so we want to be uh, at least pan west india not in the whole of pan of india uh, pan india but at least you know big chunk of west india would like to be present and then initially then go in for an ipo and make it run more professionally what challenges do you see uh, you know coming up into your industry as far as corrugated boxes are concerned yeah so corrugated boxes uh, is very easy industry to get into okay right uh, there are no technological barriers like you know some industry will have a very strong technological barriers or very strong investment barriers corrugated packaging is used everywhere manufactured by everybody uh so most of our competition ends up in a price it's a very price sensitive product mm-hmm. right so most of our competition is on pricing rather than the infrastructure and the you know service levels what we have so that's one of the most challenging point when you go to a customer that you know we have got the best of the equipments but then somebody with you know one fourth of your investment is competing with you okay okay and that's where you know not all the customers are like that but quite a chunk of customers are always you know only on pricing terms they don't see anything else they don't see your competitiveness in your you know your quality your services so they tend to disregard this and end up on you know businesses on price and because of low barrier there are a lot of competitions cropping up everywhere and that is one of the one of the other reasons that we wanted to come to amdavad and put our strong foot uh, over there so at one point of time when we started supack industries uh, the current location where i am sitting right now started in 1989 and it was the first automatic plant in in india you can say that yeah we okay. were the first brand new automatic plant other there were two other automatic plants in kolkata and one in chennai but they were second end mm-hmm. so we were the first automatic plant uh, in western region and all of india and we had an upper hand and we were supplying boxes across gujarat okay still now we are one of the companies who supply boxes across gujarat otherwise 
Baroda people will be supplying to Baroda, Amda people will be supplying to Ahmedabad, Wapi people will be supplying to Wapi region. We are only one of the companies which supply across Gujarat. So coming to Ahmedabad would you know put over you know uh, put ourselves more strongly in the northern market where it is growing very well. Okay. And uh, yeah, so basic again coming back to your point, the challenge is is uh, the you know low entry barrier in the industry. Right. That's the biggest uh, challenge. Okay. Okay. What kind of suggestion would you like to give, or an advice that you would like to give to the to the uh, people who would like to get into your industry, maybe corrugated boxes? <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you you just yeah, said yeah, that yeah, it's yeah, not it is not capital intensive. So it, see, it depends. You know, see, it's like you want to buy an automatic car. Right. Right. Right now, of course, the this industry is volume industry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So you have to you you have to earn your you know, profits out of delivering or producing volumes, right? And to do volume, you need automatic automatic plants and automizations. Yes. Right. But there are companies who are doing small volumes also, and they are also earning well because they are into a niche market where you know. They are serving more niche products, less quantity, but high value products. Right, right. So this industry is easy in terms of production, but it is very difficult when it comes to surviving the competition. Okay, okay. So do your homework well. Uh, at this point of time, there is a spare capacity of 35-40% in the industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, till the time there is going to be spare capacity, there is going to be severe competition, severe price cut downs. If you can survive that, yes. And there is nothing wrong in this industry. This is a wonderful industry. If you work well, if you work with right pricing, you will end up having profits. But to get volumes, if you end up cutting, the customers are benefiting and as a company you are losing. So. Uh, nothing wrong in the industry, but if you work with in the right way, with the right uh, profit margins that you should be, you know, earning as an entrepreneur, or right money that you should, you know, you're investing your time, your, you know, hard earned capital into the business. And if you are getting, you should work towards getting the right, uh, you know, profits from your investments. Then it is any industry is good. So yeah, as I told, the, the basic two things is. This industry is going to require high investments now. Automatic and automation is important. And uh, if you don't work at right profit, you can go wrong anywhere. You start making losses. And Niti, uh, Niti, what your role is into the SUPEC? Like you said CSR, so what kind of CSR activities you take care of? Yeah. So basically, SUPAC is uh, our manufacturing, in and around our manufacturing facility, we have adopted uh, five weak government primary schools. Okay. And uh, the, the entire program of CSR works uh, uh, beautifully blended uh, into the school curriculum. Okay. So we have resource persons for each school. We work with uh, for various infrastructure uh, development projects for school. So that their quality of uh, education okay, okay, is okay. 
just to interrupt you can you elaborate what is csr what does csr stands for and what is is there any prerequisite i mean does company have to follow it if you can give little you know uh, yeah. detail so about it so corporate social responsibility is a beautiful way to give back to the society okay and um, most of the companies uh, Uh, they are following CSR, and there are now actually the government has made it. Uh, several rules and regulations have been now refined under the CSR, so it makes uh, makes uh, it, it it becomes important for a, a company to uh, you know uh, 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 contribute to in. to csr activities whether it could be in the field of anything education healthcare okay. or any areas related to uh, you know uh, environment or whatever the yeah so yeah, yeah, i like to come in over here just to give you a, what yes. neeti is saying i just add on to it so uh, there are two things in csr one is you do it willingly okay uh, whether you fall in that bracket of government norms or not right. and the other is you fall into that bracket okay okay of you know uh, there are certain norms like your turnover or profitability okay if you cross that then there is a there is a requirement of doing ca you are mandatory there's a company has to go through yeah yeah so as a company we, we came into this bracket hmm. few years back okay and uh, before neeti joined we were Just doing it a little bit here and there. Okay. And then Niyati came in. Then she said that if you want to do it, why don't we do it in the right way? Wow. Since we'll have to contribute, why don't we do it in the right way? And then she took up the challenge of making sure that you know our spending in CSR are actual things which goes out and you know are creates uh, an impact more yeah. mindfully uh, accepted in the society and it's done it's for the betterment of the society so this is i wanted to get in over here near the priest yeah yeah so yeah he perfectly put it for me thanks mithul <laughs> so uh, so that's uh, that's what you know now after 5 6 years of our csr activities going on we are so happy at this point of time that two of our weakest school at one point of time when we took it into our program is been selected as a school of our excellence by the government of gujarat you know and uh, there are many activities uh, which the schools uh, the children uh, you know the uh, uh, most biggest issue was absenteeism and dropout okay. so ever since the program has started it has been able to uh, generate a lot of enthusiasm in, um, in amongst those villages where uh, our uh, workers uh, children are studying and uh, we can see now that you know uh, the school principals they coming up to us and telling us that you know this program is making a wonderful impact because now we are having absolutely a super high uh, 80 90% of uh, um, you know the uh, 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 attendance from the students okay. so that is one one important thing another thing which we also did during the covid year was that uh, we started with the vaccination awareness drives way ahead uh, uh, because all these villages they fall under you know they have their own uh, myths and uh, bubbles to be burst you know 
Right. So a lot of things were done uh, to educate and counsel in all these villages. So we did all these things uh, in collaboration with the uh, primary health centers, of course, the government schools there, the local community there, Sarpanch involving everybody. And uh, all these villages were like 100% vaccinated way, way, way before uh, 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 other other regions, they reached their 100% vaccination criteria. So that was another idea we took it up. And now we are literally driving uh, 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 on a very larger scale digital literacy programs. So nice. for younger nice. children, uh, uh, as well as uh, for youths and women, small business owners, shopkeepers, farmers in and around those villages. So that's how another beautiful program is uh, going on since last two, three years. Mm -hmm. And it is also creating a lot of uh, reach within and creating a difference in those uh, rural areas of Rajkot. Amazing. So how much time do you give for this, this noble cause? Uh, these activities uh, are uh, beautifully designed. We have people at place. Our resource people are fully trained. Mm -hmm. Everything is, uh, you know, all the timetables are given to them. What is okay. expected out of them, how to reach out, how they are going to, uh, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, uh, get back to us about the progress. So this involves a lot of time when we have events. So during the time of the events, we have to give a lot of time. But on daily basis, as this program is beautifully woven into the timetable of a school or a college. So 11 to 5 is the time when, you know, the work is happening without disturbing the routine of the school. The program is running in the school itself. So we call those centers Umang centers. Okay. Happiness. Umang means happiness. So all the activities related in this center are related to joy. So every child is unique. Every child has its own pace of learning. So without, uh, uh, you know, so the whole thing aims at every child learns at its own pace. And that's how all the activities are designed revolving around it. So you both in the evening your dinner table what what kind of discussions you have i mean he would be talking about businesses and you must be talking about your the impact that you create in the society or i mean who is creating bigger impact as a good comparison no it's the best part is you know because we work in the same office right right so it's uh, you know it's, it's a normally uh, coffee time Okay. We have it at an office, so okay. we have lunch together. Mm -hmm. So we have, you know, coffee time together, and normally these things are sorted out during our, you know, coffee and lunch time. <laughs> so is it a good uh, idea? It is. It's more like uh, discussion on uh, both of kids are studying outside now. Okay. So uh, sometimes about the kid, sometimes about you know where we going out or my plans of my work travels or her plans of her work. Thing and travel sometimes, so yeah, that's started discussion. So, uh, so uh, is it a good idea? Uh, you know, like wife, husband working at the same place. You know, like I have got different kind of opinions. They they are both extreme. So there are people who say no, no, no. It's completely no. 
and then there are people who say that yes it is a great idea that uh, wife and husband are working at the same place because it, they have a better understanding what is your take on it so i'll give my take uh, for me i was very much willing that neeti joins uh, factory she had her own uh, thought process of nahi 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 you know this could be difficult and you know uh, Uh, this could get in, us into trouble sometimes, and uh, my way of working might not, uh, no, you would not like the way I work, right? So best part is that okay, I want you to be part of it. Uh, we are a very small family handling this large business. You should be aware of what things are going on, and in case of any emergency, anyone should be able to handle that. That was the primary idea. Okay. Okay. Secondly, I told her that. i am not going to you know uh, teach or preach or anything to you okay. it's my father was going to because he is very patient he is a very good listener and this is our this was our deal okay <laughs> right and we decided that this are the portfolio she has to learn first and then she can pick it up later on okay. and uh, so csr purchase uh, uh, inventory uh, uh, lot of housekeeping stuff in terms of making sure that shop floor is you know perfect so she started learning and my father was devoting a lot of time uh trying to make her understand first what is the product how do you see it how do you test it how do you, you know how do you price it you know what's the uh, the process of purchase you know what decisions you will have to make what what things you should be looking out for so yeah so that was an easy uh, way for me that we don't get into debates and you know because probably if i had something more something else in my mind and she would come and i would not be able to answer it well then then it would go to dining table <laughs> did the conversation did the conversation the arguments i mean i don't know if there were any uh because you both are working at the same place did it go till the bedroom and then you know you had that never, kind of mood? never no never no 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 never very, never very 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 clear defined the uh, work so she has her own so, things to do uh we probably uh, we we would discuss it out normally in the office okay. that okay these are the concerns this is mithul where you need to look in she would be guiding me on some aspects where where i am not reaching out So okay. she is controlling such aspects where I am not able to reach out. So that's where she would come and tell me that. Okay. And first, if I don't have time, she she is a very good writer. Okay. Before she leaves the factory, she would have two files on my table with a small note. So she never has to come in contact with me. I read the note at my time. I I understand it. <laughs> okay, this is where I am lacking, or this is where I need to you know get deep into, and it's done. Yeah, Niyati, go ahead. You were saying something. Yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, our work areas are also different. So mm-hmm. conflict come होता है. Or I don't remember as such uh, we had any debates over it. Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, nothing really comes into my mind at this point of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, the best part was that when I, my, when I was introduced to our family business. Okay. my father in law was my mentor 
Okay. So everything started in a very uh, you know smooth way for me, and step by step that learning process initially about understanding the business dynamics and everything. So that was an amazing part, and that was actually my best time because now I knew my father-in-law in a very different way, you know. Okay. So that okay. bonding was also to another uh, you know uh, level, and then he as. So Mithul said he's a very calm, cool-headed person. So he will always listen to you. He will pose a lot of questions to you. So that's how uh, the learning became, uh, uh, you know, smooth and the transition became easier for me. Nice, nice. Okay, tell me quickly, what are your hobbies? My hobbies? Yes, anyone. I mean, yeah, start with you. Okay. So I like reading. I okay. read a lot, and I also I'm uh, I love to read a lot about Jainism, and also I'm learning few things into it. Mm-hmm. I am a yoga person, so yoga is one thing. Uh, okay. This is among my favorite hobby, and uh, another thing is traveling. And I am a very people person, so whenever I'm free, yeah, catch, catching up with friends over a cup of coffee or something or the other. So yes. Uh, so you you read about jainism you, you will you call yourself a spiritual person yes very much okay so what do you do i mean do you worship pray you meditate uh a meditation is one uh one of the important things which i feel it really helps the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to kind of uh, uh understand situation as it is Okay. So you don't become judgmental. Probably the aggression level also goes down, and that little bit of stillness and calmness comes into your life, and that really reflects your thoughts, your right. words, and action. And it also subsequently helps in your personal and professional life. Yes. Uh, so that is one thing which uh, I think it is very important. And I also, uh, in Jainism, I, I'm very curious. Okay. What and uh, so I I that's how I started. Uh, we we, we lost you. Uh, we lost you in between. You started. You said Sorry. I'm very curious. Yes, yeah, start again. I'm very curious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very curious to learn about Jainism, the philosophy behind uh, Jainism, okay. because it's a very very scientific religion. It mm-hmm. uh, it has all the answers for uh, you know. the way of living our life not only in terms of jainism at current point of time if we ask anybody what is jainism people i think they easily say no onion no garlic no potato is equal to jainism you know okay. but it is much more beyond that your thought process it is all about non violence and a lot of other things like how minimalism people talk about and many more things you know so all that is uh, uh, and many many more things uh, within jainism it has a plethora of answers so i'm fortunate enough and privileged enough to find few good gurus and learn few scriptures and agams uh, in jainism amazing amazing uh neeti if you have to recommend few books maybe two three books which okay. what it would be yeah Yeah. So, if you're a spiritual person, and if you little bit like to deep dive into the field of Jainism, then Tattvaarth Sutra is one book. 
Okay. It's like how Bible is for Christians and mm-hmm. Gita is for Hindus. Okay. So, so is Satvat Sutra for uh, Jains. Uh, another very beautiful book is The Power of Now, The Power of Simplicity, okay. even The Secrets. So these are some of the fabulous books which I read and I had a great, uh, I think I had a lot of, uh, uh, you know, impact, impact in my life because it really changed the way you think and mm-hmm. uh, uh, very thought-provoking books uh, which keeps questioning you that uh, and also kinds, you know, uh, helps you to fine-tune as a person. Okay, okay. And... Uh... Mithul bhai, what, what are your hobbies? Oh, my hobbies, my hobbies. I love cooking. Okay. <laughs> so every morning I would love cooking my breakfast. Oh, breakfast, not my sorry. Oh, breakfast, a cup of tea. So cooking relaxes me. So you know, after my run or jog, I would come home, okay. prepare a meal. and uh, So that is one of my hobbies. Uh, I love photography. So, I'm an amateur photographer. Let me ask Neeti, what does Mithul cooks the best? Oh my god, he has a long list. If I reveal <laughs> here, I think many girls will snatch him away. <laughs> and I'll be deprived of my morning tea. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, since you've asked, uh, he is uh, fabulous in making uh, rava dosas, oh, wow. Gujarati snacks like Kichu, Upma, South mm-hmm. Indian breakfast. Nice. Uh, also, he is very uh, ha- uh, hands-on in making, you know, saute vegetables and sandwiches oh. and uh, yeah. So we we get many treats from Mithul and uh, COVID lockdown was one beautiful moment. We all entire family explored and had a good time. But otherwise, before COVID, also this is not covid but uh, mithul had been in uh, he cooking is one of his passion and he is really good at it you know okay. right from finely chopping to saute to the decoration and bring it bringing it on the table it's like wow so was this the reason you fell for him absolutely and that's why do you think i will have any argument on the dinner table or a <laughs> breakfast table <laughs> no no but uh, but this cooking skills came later this discovery okay. came to me a little later after meeting him and before saying yes to him but yeah definitely uh, uh, i mean uh, uh, i think uh, uh, even with him my, both my children they are also there in the kitchen Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whenever the kids are home and it's a uh, uh, Sunday and then he would make it a point, you know, to involve kids into making and learning and doing it. So that comes now even naturally to both our kids as well. Amazing. Okay. Uh, coming to the end of the podcast, uh, there's a second last question. Uh, do you have mission in life? You both? I don't. Okay. I, 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 I like to flow with the river. Okay. Niyati? Uh, mission in life is, uh, I mean, uh, I don't have any, uh, as in like mission, mission kind of a thing. But as I said, I'm very curious about Jainism and learning the path of moksha. So that is one thing uh, I'm, 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 I'm very passionate about. And I would 
uh, like to you know deep dive further into it okay so so uh, just out of curiosity does jainism talk about uh, purpose in life i mean are we born with a purpose so uh, so uh, a jainism uh, i mean it talks about uh, it's ultimately your karmas basically okay okay uh, uh, the, so all our karma plus and minus of the karma keeps on you know like that's how we take birth and rebirth and all those things but uh, once we are once the karmas the, uh, like uh, we are uh, it comes down to a nil level so the accounts level, are settled the accounts are settled settled yeah 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 so uh, so i uh, so that is what it says that you know uh, uh, that is the point or a stage wherein you know the soul attains salvation or a yes. moksha okay, okay. so yes okay uh one life lesson i would like to hear life lesson uh you would like to share with our audience yes anyone can start yeah so life lesson for me is like you know uh, you just uh, go with the flow as uh, we both are like that i think so go with the flow and uh, uh, life lesson is like you know if 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 you are uh, if you're honest you are disciplined you are determined if you are dedicated then no matter whatever field you are in or whatever circumstances you are in you are bound to you know bounce back rise and move ahead in life so life lesson like for me is to uh, to stick to those three beautiful d's you know three d's dedication determination and discipline amazing and uh, so what is yeah uh, simple don't give up good times and bad times are circular okay it comes and goes so yeah if you are you know hard work if hard work doesn't you know hard work uh, you know it is a saying that you know uh, if it doesn't if it talent doesn't work you know your hard work works you know, so okay. you, know, okay. you 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 keep on putting efforts in the direction you want to go mm-hmm. and there's a light at the end of the tunnel always so similar words niyati is put it more beautifully so that's what yeah. i i have gone through good times bad times and it, it it's it's a circular thing right it's, so if you, you don't be disheartened you be mm-hmm. more at peace with yourself and try to find a way out discipline yourself and work hard towards it it's okay <laughs> thank you thank you so much both of perfect, you perfect it it was an amazing time interacting with you both lot of uh, you know energy exchange was done in this conversation and thank you for sharing all the inputs and positivity the nuggets of knowledge that you shared i'm sure that uh, the listeners the audience are going to have a, a great time listening to this conversation i'm not sure about that but i enjoyed it because you know after such a long time i had a, I had a conversation where you know you made me remind of my past my hard works my my passion you know my future plans so yeah today is going to be a mixed uh, busy day for me you know trying to you know 
uh, you know catch up my thoughts on it so i should be thanking you for you know uh, you know bringing on to your podcast and giving us an opportunity to you know rewind ourselves or, or rejuvenate ourselves with all the questions you asked us that, that's the magic of uh, the podcast i mean this is what i have heard you know the feedback from the audience i mean sorry the guest that uh, people they go to their nostalgic you know old times then there are people who get lot of clarity when they when they talk and they put down everything in the words what they was going on into their brain so yes there are different kind of feelings that they go through yeah neeti how was it yeah absolutely vishal it was fantastic talking to you and uh, it was a wonderful experience for both of us because uh, as a couple i don't think we did this like <laughs> before and uh, and it it brought to us many many things you know we we were just we just left it in the past and we were over and out of it and you know okay take a moment go back come back here so it was wonderful wonderful interacting with you and thank you for giving us this beautiful podcast uh, moment Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.